There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on TMS, somebody wake Billy Joel Osment. The tallest idiot. Cheddar flavored cheese product. Kirkland in, Kirkland out. Under the door, YouTube fart noises. Confusing excrement placement. The smell of a giant sausage bomb. Why am I in your saw dreams? I like to hump things around the house. Mmm, chocolate. <laughs> that got longer, even though it's the first time I've heard it. Uh, are Girl Scout cookies made of real Girl Scouts? Because I really like wanted to know. Free products from blue-haired ladies. Made with non-holographic cheese. Accidental motorboats. Sudden sneezes with Steven Schleicher and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I will personally go to each and every one of your homes and shit in places that will leave you confused for the rest of your lives. And my brain is like... I drink to quiet the voices in my head. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everyone and all, and welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, September 26, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Good morning, Brian. Hello and happy Monday to you. Yeah, baby. The last week of September. September ends at the oh. end of this week, Scott. Somebody, that's the old joke. Somebody let that's right. Billy Joel yeah. Osment know what's his sure. name? Sure. Maybe, maybe Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> Billy Joel Osment. <laughs> I know, see green people. He sees dead. Yeah, he sees green people. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, see I thought American it was American idiots. Uh, we hope you're all well. I, I feel like September, I know we say this a lot, but September truly went too fast. Like, yeah, poof, gone, bam. And I just, will, you know, normally I'm the one like, no, always goes the same speed, Scott. Bah, bah, bah. But boy, howdy, are you right, man? It just feels like it, uh, it flew by. And I think it's because, um, for us in Colorado and for you as well, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's coming off of a huge heat wave yeah. into fall weather, and it seems like we just got dropped into cooler weather instantly without that kind of that kind of gradient filter, that kind of <laughs> middle ground that we usually. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did not ease us in. There was no slow no. Uh, entry into the uh, into the cooler weather, which I love. Yeah. By the way, I love it. But usually there's a, some yeah. transition, and you got a couple yeah. days where you're like, 
Uh, maybe wear a jacket this morning, but later it'll be, you know, exactly. T-shirts oh, again. Do I shorts and a sh- t-shirt? No, do I do long pants and a mm-hmm. long sleeve shirt? Crazy, yeah. What's well, weird? No, none it, of that. It's weird that half of, or more than half of my vacation was the part of this month. I get home, hit the ground right. running, got a bunch of stuff going on. Then we had all the nightmarish last week that happened. Oh, I yeah. should probably tell people the latest if they haven't heard. Um, he ended oh, up, he ended up passing away, my brother-in-law. Uh, he, they just couldn't, his, his organs couldn't take it. It just started falling too, apart. Too much damage from the... Way too much damage. Yeah. Um, oh. Funeral is this week. Uh, the way we're doing it, because a whole bunch of people, there's other people like me where they're like, I can't take additional time off, but the siblings are all going. So mm-hmm. Kim, her brother, all of her other sisters, they're all going to go at the same time. Uh, rent a van together, just sort of like do the whole thing together. And they're gonna, Oh, wow. Okay. So they're going to, they're going to like... Um road trip up to Oregon. Uh, they're going to actually fly and then rent a van while they're there. So they're flying. Oh, gotcha. Should, oh, yeah, gotcha. I wasn't okay. very clear All about right. that. You're right. It was, that wasn't making sense. But anyway, so they're going to do that. Get a van, hang out up there, and be there for, I think, well, from Thursday to Sunday. So spend some extra time helping her out or whatever. And uh, beyond that, I don't know anything else. There's still like a ton of mysteries around it. We don't know what the investigation looks like at this stage. We don't know what body cam footage looks like. Like all that stuff is just like we don't know anything about it. But okay. the other problem is uh, Carter's got some stuff which is going to take her away, which means I've got three dogs and a cat i got to take care of. And <laughs> Taylor's also due like any Oh, any God, right. Oh, geez. That baby's coming in the next week or two. So we're hoping Kim doesn't end up accidentally missing that because the goal is <sighs> right. to try to get in there, get out, get home, be here for for the birth. Yeah. And then, so I'm I'm gearing up for the potential of being like the guy you know that's around right, right for that so it's just a lot going on and uh yesterday I, I had we went to a big family thing on my side of the family who all happened to be in town from arizona and other places florida and a few oh. places to uh, for a whole other funeral that has nothing to do with any of this and um it's on my brother's wife's side that. So yeah, I saw the Twitter photo of the whole damn family. Wow. Yeah, that, and that's not even all of them. That's just like a, a subsection. But ironically, not ironically, the truth of it is, I am the tallest idiot in the family, and you can see this. I'm going to put this up, <laughs> chat, so you guys can see it real quick here. But it's pretty embarrassing. Let's see, where is it? Oh, I lost it. Well, it's on, it's on Twitter. You can go see it. But if you're looking for, let's look for who's the tallest in the back. That's me. I'm not tiptoeing. Right. I'm not standing on anything. That's just freaking me. <laughs> Everybody's shorter than me. And uh, anyway, that was really fun. We had we had uh, we had nine pizzas from Sam's Club. You ever done? Oh. You ever done that? You ever have a pizza no, from Sam's I've Club? I've never had a Sam's Club pizza. I've had a Costco pizza, and I can't imagine it's it's much different from that. It's a little bit better only in one way you know how okay so most pizzas especially cheap pizzas a lot yeah. of crust they make they they they, yes. they make up for volume and crust the rest of it's fine but it's almost like hey eat all the bread you can because that's all we're yeah. giving you for eight bucks or whatever um sam's club i will give them credit for this they tend to make the pizza go out further on the edge with less big fatty crust on the side okay so they good. feel like a better new york style pizza overall but they're still a little, you know, the cheese isn't the best. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, grocery, not grocery store, but, um, uh, what do they consider those? I don't know um, what you call those, like the take home and bake kind. Um, no, no, I mean those kinds of stores, the, um, Sam's oh, oh. Club, Costco, they are, oh, your uh, big, your, your big warehouse, box stores, big your box warehouse stores. stores. Right. Yeah. 
They call them big box still, or is that an old thing? Maybe they don't. Maybe anymore. big box. Yeah, big box or discount warehouse. Warehouse was the word I was trying to th- uh, yeah. think of, but. I always call them the place with a bunch of blue-haired ladies giving me free samples. That's what I call them. Uh, yeah, the place where you can buy uh, cheese product and blue jeans, yeah. and it's, it comes from the same company. <laughs> yep. You Not want cheese, some... <laughs> but cheese product. That's right. You want some chili? We got you. flavored cheese product. <laughs> you want some toilet paper? We got you. Whatever you need, right. you're going to eat the yeah. chili, and you're going to wipe your butt with the same brand. Good luck. That's right. It's all Kirkland. Kirkland in, Kirkland out. That's right. Uh, so we did that and took all these pizzas over there. I smelled like a giant sausage bomb when I got there, and it was just nice <laughs> to see everybody. Actually, it was it was actually kind of cathartic to have all this family in town, and and it went fine. Um, and my crazy Korean brother. Oh, by the by the way, my Korean brother. Yeah. I don't know why I have to call him that. He's just it's like Chris Brown. <laughs> I call him my Korean brother. Yes, exactly. He's Korean brother. Yeah, that's my new excuse when people say, "Why do you always have to say he's your Korean brother?" I'll say yeah. because Brian has to call Chris Brown Chris Brown, and they'll say. <laughs> They'll say, wait, who's Brian? I don't listen to your shows. And then it'll be a whole thing. But Matt doesn't say, you must refer to me as the Korean brother. No, he doesn't doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's like, whatever you want to call me. But anyway, he's going to launch a YouTube channel. And he's going to do. So he's trying to decide because he does three things he really likes doing. Four things. He likes to cook. And he's amazing. uh, Cook. He likes to travel. They just went to Prague. Ooh, wow. Um, And they like to do it in a way where they spend hardly any money. It's all like weird coupons and strange because they're so cheap. Love it. Oh, man. He's a man after my own heart. Yeah. Hardcore penny pincher. You know, as my dad used to say, pinches that nickel so hard. The Indians riding the buffalo is what he used to say. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so he does that. And then he also has got a motorcycle he's rebuilding. And then lastly, he likes to do DIY stuff around the house. And wow, he's like, okay. he's like, I think I'm going to do all that stuff for my channel. I said, Matt, you need to pick a lane. Yeah. And then the other stuff can be offshoots of the lane, you know? So let's say it's cooking, which is what I think you should do. Yeah. Um, focus on the cooking and your weird freaking personality, which you, yeah. you just have naturally. And you just cook and cook and cook. And then occasionally you go to Prague and you talk about the food you had there. Like Exactly. Right. Tie you, it in. You- Right? Make that one an extension. I don't know how you make the DIY and the um, the repair, car repair. Uh, yeah, that's harder. Uh, part of a food <laughs> a food uh, channel, but you know, hey, you can figure out a way to do it. Yeah, maybe you could just do like, hey, what's a, what's a good uh, my own homemade pizza rolls while I work on this motorcycle engine? I don't exactly. I don't. Let's rebuild the carburetor and make poutine. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so there's lots of possibilities and I'm and I'm actually really sure. encouraging him to do it, but he's having this. So this goes out to anyone out there who's like a they want to try something online but they're nervous to do it. He's having the ready aim ready aim ready aim problem. Yeah. yeah. He's having a hard time firing. That's and the problem, yeah. So I'm having him over on Saturday and we're going to like have a we're going to have a little strategy. Cuz I think he's just a freaking wackadoo, my brother. He's a he's he he he's he knows English. He's fluent in Korean still, and the accent is ridiculous, and people laugh at it, not for, like, what a weird Chinese person kind of, like, racist sort of way, but in kind of, like, a very endearing kind of thing he has going. Yes. And he's really funny and goofy, and, like, yesterday, I'm taking a pee, and at at my sister's house, a door shut Uh on the bathroom, it's down there on the main floor. He slips his phone under the door and it's playing a YouTube video of fart noises. 
<laughs> like that this is the kind of adult that he is oh my god so anyways i'm i really want him to do this and i want it to be a big thing and he, he it's yeah. not currently working as a url but he's registered youtube or he's he's locked in youtube.com slash ding pong if you can believe it <laughs> and so of so course. there's some of that um but anyway well i'll let you guys know what we end up doing and i'll send you to his channel and all that it's cool very cool uh brian i real quick had a dream Sure. And it had you in it. That's why I'm bringing it up. Okay. All right. I hope you're ready for this one. Um, I'm ready. I might have looked ahead. I might have, I might have already read this, but... Uh, it's a little please, shocking. Me, I'm going to let it wash over me like I'm hearing it for the first time. It's a little shocking. So in this dream, Skeletor was there. Okay. Sure. Nemesis right. to He-Man. You know, you know the guy. That one. That one. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Skeleton not, for not a the, head. Very not the recent photo of Tom Brady. We're no, 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 no. But gosh, Skeletor. dude, somebody give Tom Brady a pizza, for example. <laughs> he looks really too thin. I don't like he it. Does very gaunt. Yeah. Yeah. Not for his. It's not his usual build. Anyway, uh, Skeletor's there, and Skeletor, of course, is skeleton head, but the rest of him is muscle man, which makes no sense, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's there in his usual thing. He's got his staff and everything. And Brian is there, strapped to a gurney. Okay. I'm there in a chair being forced to watch this. <laughs> and one by one, and you, by the way, are not having any reaction. You're just you're just sort of plain faced through the whole thing. He oh, is, really? He is biting off he's yeah. biting off each one of your toes, starting with the left foot pinky, and okay. then moving That'd be the easiest place to start. It would be, right? Smaller bites and all yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Moving toward the big toe and then another big toe and then back down to the the, the pinky so that that progression <laughs> and you're slowly having your toes bitten off by Skeletor and it's all very gory there's blood there's bones there's all oh, this there's, and he's just going ah this foot is great I'm so glad I'm eating his toes this kind of time and he's eating it he's not biting it and then spitting out the toes no no he's chewing and swallowing your toes okay all right and you're just sitting there grooving on it you're just chilling <laughs> like just nothing plain face well wait 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 am I grooving on it or am I plain face um, that's a totally different dream. no that's a good point uh, it would be like if someone had injected your legs with some sort of uh, anesthetic and now you're just you can't feel okay. it okay, but you're not good. but you're also not upset by what you're viewing you're just sort of like looking staring it's, you look it's at like, me uh, speaking of Ray Liotta it's like when uh, Hannibal Lecter is feeding him his own brain he's just yeah. kind of like oh okay I'll eat this the I'm glad is... you brought that up that's exactly what it was like except he wasn't okay. except you weren't talking you were just sort of like do-de-do-de-do and I look and you'd look at me once in a while you just kind of look at me and kind of like nod your head like hey what's up hey yeah. I still strapped to that chair. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd look back over at Skeletor and he'd be chewing on your middle middle toe, left foot, uh-huh. or whatever. <laughs> and that was the dream. And it went on until all your toes were gone. Oh. I don't know what's going on, dude. I don't know what this dream you know, is about. In one dream, I'm headless on an office chair. Another one, Skeletor's <laughs> eating my feet. What is this? Like, why know. am I in your saw dreams? Scott? I don't know. Is- and why am I... Why am I in these dreams forced to see the this? Why do I have to see it? You know what I mean? Like, why am I? I don't mean just see the dream. I mean, why in the dream am I so yeah. like audience to it? I don't get that part. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you have to be there to experience the dream. You you know. Yeah. You you need to be aware of it. Sure. <laughs> not, like, yeah, I had a dream that this happened to you, but I wasn't there, so I don't know. I just. I, I just heard about it. Yeah, you just heard about it through through channels. I mean, I just I just felt well, by the time this thing was done, I just I kind of woke up going, "Well, that's it. I'm not I'm not sleeping now. I'm done. Yeah. I may as well just yeah. get up. What are we even doing? This isn't. It's not like I can go back and have 
Like I was actually physically, mentally worried that if I went back to sleep, I would re-enter the dream where I left it because that oh, happens really, right. sometimes. Yeah, it was like, yeah, right, where you just pick up where you left off. Yeah, I don't. Like I find that. that if I have a if I have a crap dream or a stress dream or anything like that, all I have to do is just roll over onto my other side. I'm a side sleeper, mm, and I just flip over onto my other side, and it's almost like a control delete. And it's like, oh, okay, you just reset. You turned off the switch, turned it back on, and uh, undocked it, and now it's a whole new a whole new dream. I want to be like you because I can't do that. It's really yeah. hard. I can do the side thing. That's how I sleep too. I yeah. sleep on the side. Yeah. If I ever end up on my back, I snore and I can't do that. It sounds like a, a wild animal. Yeah, it's horrible. Yes, that, that's what. Uh, that's still what happens to me, even with the CPAP. If I'm on my back, my nose closes up, my mouth opens, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, nope. CPAP only works if I'm on my side. Yeah, Tally. But I know. Boy, you, does it work! Like I, I know Tally. She's she's screaming in the chat. She that she explained this before, and she has. But you haven't explained why I keep having the recurring dreams about Brian getting chewed up. Yeah. And now what I'd really like to know is how to reset it the way Brian just did. Like his little flip the switch by turning over. I'll do I would love to do that. Can I teach that? Can I learn that? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, do you have to mentally go click, I'm done with that dream, moving over, rolling over, reset? Like how do you yeah. mentally do it? Do you actually throw yeah. a switch? Do you feel like? I think it's that my mind that I've told my mind that doing that will reset. You know, it's it's like, uh, oh, what's a good example of that mind over matter BS, right? Like it's, you know, you've trained your body that when you, if mm. you pinch your pinky, you'll remember this this other thing. Like you've you've just basically created a connection between two different things. Me rolling over and wiping my mind of the dream I just had to start a new one. Um, is that that Pavlovian like, uh, conditioning? Pavlo, yeah, exactly. That's it? Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, you're Pavlov's dog, and yeah. you figured it out. I have not. That's right. And then I salivate all over the pillow. That's right. <laughs> I hump things. That's what I do. I hump things. <laughs> hump objects around the house. So uh, Sure, yeah. sure. My well, wife, of course. Yeah, that's good. My wife's getting really sick of it. Anyway. <laughs> I have to keep replacing the pillows. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to try tonight not to have a dream like that, and hopefully you will not be yeah. tortured in another uh, Yes, dream. thank you. Please. Yeah, I'm going to work Please. on that. Can I, can I, I don't know, maybe win the lottery? Can I drive a Tesla in your dream? I've been wanting to test drive a Tesla and see what I think of it. Can I do that in your dream, Scott? You know what? I'll know give how, it a shot. Let me know what I think about it. Let me yeah. see if I can Pavlov that tonight. I'll get that going. Please please do. Yes, I'd All appreciate right. that. I'll see what I can do. Uh, real quick here, we got a Canadian one of these. Canada! Send and receive email. This is from Jeff Sire, our old friend Bronco up in Crafton, uh, Grafton, rather, Ontario. And he, he wanted to talk to us, so I'm going to read his email. Okay. Board with Ooh. Funerals is his uh, subject title. <laughs> so Scott and Brian, before you start making assumptions, I just want to say I really, uh, I didn't really care about the Queen one way or the other, but there is not really anything there for you guys. Imagine how it must be for anyone who isn't American watching the 30 hours of pregame of Americana before the Super Bowl. It's a good point. Hmm. Uh, well, it depends. I mean, that stuff for the Super Bowl sometimes depends on the network Ugh. that's doing it, but I don't like that it either. Bores the, that bores the tar out of me too. I don't like, like it. I don't yeah. care. I don't need to see everybody showing up to, you know, to the event or hear 18 different versions of, uh, are you ready for some football or, or any of that with you with you? hundred no. percent. Yeah. You're, no. ta- you're talking to the wrong Americans. We like the, f- we like right. Super Bowl, but we don't like all that fluff before. I hate exactly. it. Also for the record, I don't like all the fluff in between events. when I watch any Olympics, I don't like, no. I don't like fluff. 
How about I that? don't care about you know. I'll watch the I'll watch the award shows. I really don't give a crap about the red carpet and that sort of thing. Unless Ugh. you know, I'll, I'll, if there's a highlight of somebody doing something goofy and weird, I'll see that in, in you know a few days after. But sure. no, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, if somebody biffs it and like heavy R Bardem yeah, falls, I want to see and that. Please, yeah. Accidentally yeah, motorboat sure. somebody. I, I'd laugh at that, but that's it. <laughs> uh, here's what he says. Sure. He says Brett Favre is reading a line from a Declaration of Independence. Wow. Uh, who knew that guy could read? Well, that's a good question. Have you read his text lately? Good Lord, that guy. He's in trouble right now. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Had you heard right. about that? What that? He did? Yeah, the, the welfare uh, scandal, right? Yeah, what a douche. I know. Him no, he's off of a podcast. Oh, oh that's too bad. Uh, first, it's, first, it's texting uh, pictures of your uh, tiny ween uh, with your giant Super Bowl ring. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I guess no one will ever figure out this was me. Yeah. And now it's... Welfare scandal. Now it's that. And before that, when my when my uh, wife was briefly a sophomore while he was a senior in high school, uh, he was a real big douche in high school. I really? guess what I'm trying to say is douchey <laughs> behavior doesn't leave when you become massively rich. <sighs> douchey nope. behavior tends to follow you wherever you go. And now he is a capital D douche. Oh yeah, it's real, real shame. Um, he says, if you were born and raised in Commonwealth country up there or anywhere that the Queen uh, has a Commonwealth, she has been there our whole lives. I was in the Queen's uh, own Rifles of Canada. Uh, our provincial legislature in Toronto is a Queen's Park. The bagpipe lament is ode to fallen piper. I hear it every <clears throat> Remembrance Day, where we also, until this year, would sing "God Save the Queen." No matter uh, what anyone, even Claire, thought. I love that he called Claire out. Is Claire yeah. here today? Specifically Claire. Even Claire. She's not here today. Dang it. I want her to hear this. Oh, she will. She'll hear this probably in, when it's a podcast. Or That's something. a shame. Says, I thought uh, I thought of her, and you can't deny the dread or the thread that has been woven through the fabric of our lives and the histories of our countries. But you guys don't have that. So you imagine uh, one of your yay where Americans f- uh, fest appears to those who aren't American. <laughs> No, we get it. We know. We know this. Yeah, we know. We know the funeral is not for us. So exactly, get it. Yeah, I'm never, yeah. never once in any of this process have I been like, I don't get why they're. I no, I get it. I, why do, is, I get it. Why is the queen so popular? I don't get it. <laughs> he says, I just happened to be in London visiting my sister. The trip ended a lot different than we had planned because of the funeral. Oh, I didn't know he was over there. That's cool. Hmm. Uh, it's still been a great trip. We didn't line up for the public viewing or anything, but the motorcycle or motorcade did pass about one mile from my sister's place. So, or a kilometer, sorry. Uh, so, isn't it miles over there, though? Look, you can't take yeah. your Canadian uh, space points over there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, pick. Wait, where is it? What's it going to be? Pick a lane. Pick yeah. a side. Yeah, Move. pick a. Are you going to go an extra mile? Or would you walk 500 miles? Or would you walk <laughs> 600 point something kilometers? Anyway. Right. I don't know what the conversion is. Uh, he says, uh, let's see. So we did walk and see uh, them up on the way to Windsor. He included a couple of pictures, so I didn't put those out here. But basically, it's just a shot of a of a, a car with a covered thing where, her, I guess, her uh, yeah. her coffin was. Anyway, no, Jeff, we totally yeah. get it, dude. Um, you know, we have our things. Everyone's got their things. That's, that's culture for you. You know, did I care when uh, or did it really, you know, freak me out? I'm trying to think of a good one. Uh, <laughs> who died? somewhere and it was like a giant deal there oh yeah jfk you know what did you all lose your minds when jfk died or when mlk died something that was you know that we were alive for i mean uh well that's true uh okay well see 9-11 doesn't count because everyone everyone did kind of freak out of course of course the whole world was affected by that but um like uh 
Uh, this is the problem with America. Rainbow Bright says Betty White. Um, yeah, but Betty White was an international treasure. She was all over the place. Yeah. Princess Diana. That's a good one. Although that's, that's again, British. that's UK. Yeah, that's UK. We did we did react to that one pretty hard, though. I felt we did. like. We did. She was the rebel, man. She was like, you know why? Because in the royal structure, she uh-huh. was the... You got um, the, the she royal, was us. yeah. She the royal family was old Britain, old colonial yeah, Britain, yeah. and she was rebellious America. That's why right. we glommed she on was her. Lapage. She was uh, Lollapalooza. She was, you know, she was all that stuff. Hell yeah. She was punk rock. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey says the chat. Yep, that's it. Bio yeah, that's McDonald, the one. Robin Williams. Yeah, tell you about other people who've died. That uh, well, Norm Macdonald's Canadian, so he's a bad example. Oh yeah, yeah. We love him, but. Canada probably mourned him as much as we did. I ended up subscribing to like 15 different Norm Macdonald clip channels on, on TikTok. And uh, my feed is almost entirely Norm <laughs> Macdonald jokes, which is fine. The gift, gift that keeps on giving, right? It never stops. He yeah. apparently, you know, when especially when he did his little uh, YouTube show he did for a few years. Some yes. gold in there, man. Such good no stuff. No kidding. I think you sent me a link from one of those and it was great. So funny. Anyway, thank yeah. you, Jeff, for your email. We appreciate it. And, uh, I guess God didn't save the queen this time. I don't know. Well, save the king now. Now you got your weird king with the huge ears and the pen problems. <laughs> He'll be fine. You got God it. God save the king. Fascist regime. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get out your sex and your pistols. Let's go. That's right. Go. Uh, Brian, we have for yeah. the world to hear one of these. Be courteous and obey traffic regulations. It's a lift story. What happened? Lift story. So, uh... Did uh, did some lifting, of course, la- end of last week and over the weekend. And one of my pickups was, you know, lo- I'll, I won't go into this, but kind of irritated. I do this thing when I'm ready to call it quits for a night, and I use this thing called destination mode. And what it basically says is, uh, I plop a little pin, push pin on the map and say, only give me rides that take me towards my home. Right. And that way, I can start making my way to the house. I might get a ride or two on the way but it doesn't send me back the other direction. Sure. Except for Thursday night when it completely sent me in the opposite direction. <laughs> so it works that, until it doesn't is what you're saying. Okay. Works great. until it doesn't. This is the only time it's never worked. I'm thinking that something must have reset or like, you know, a, a street counter reset and reset all my destinations or something. I don't know what, but, but uh, I was ready to go home. Tristan and Kay were coming over to show us their new tattoos and, and um, so I wanted to uh, wanted to be home. Uh, we were all going to have dinner together, but no. So I, I, uh, I'm way on the other side of town, and I get sent even further up to the uh, Brighton Detention Center to pick up somebody who's just been released. And his mom, who showed up there and uh, didn't didn't speak for the whole ride, except until the very end, she started talking uh, on the phone, all in Spanish, but. But the whole rest of the time, dude who was in the detention center, who some some mysterious story that he didn't go into that happened in Vegas the same weekend I was there uh, with the women who walk up and down the strip dressed as showgirls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they pissed him off really bad uh, with their demands for money after taking a picture. And he's, I'm not going to go into the story. He's like, no, that's the story I want to hear. That's you end up in detention. What did you do? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. So two weeks anyway. Uh, but the whole time it's, you know, he's, he's just gone through two weeks of, um, 
of therapy and it's obviously really helped him, but it's also like given him like a, a very positive outlook on life that he wants to spill out to everybody, uh, everybody around him about, you know, there's the seven deadly sins. You got to stay away from those. And I had wrath. I had a lot of wrath and, uh, and some envy and some of this. And it's like, yeah, yeah, totally get it. You got to kind of stay away from that. And then he goes into, uh, um, the Bible and, and, uh, uh, well, you know, the problem with the world today is that we have knowledge. You know, it comes from the uh, uh, Garden of Eden and, and uh, Adam and Eve uh, eating the fruit from the tree of knowledge. And, and the problem is that now we, we have knowledge. I'm like, well, I don't think it's quite that, you know, like I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's a big one. They love using that as a, as a way to. I know. To, it's yeah. like, no, I think that's, you know, I, I didn't I didn't like. Are you just like, oh, get me through this ride? And of course, these are the rides that are like 35, 40 minutes long. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, my God, how can I get through this? I'm like, again, you know, pressing the gas pedal harder and harder with every every comment that comes out of his mouth. Sure. Uh, so I, uh, uh, you know, I said, well, all right, well, cool. Um, there's no conversation <laughs> for a while. Cool. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and turn up the music a little bit. Yeah. And what I do in uh, for lift rides is I pick a kind of a good mainstream song that I like, but that I think isn't like, you know, screamo metal or or Swedish industrial rock or something like that. Right. Um, and I happen to pick Crowded House, Don't Dream It's Over, and just say, great, make a Apple Music, make a station out of this. And so it's always stuff like... Crowded House, Finn Brothers, Neil Finn, uh, uh, associated bands around that, and then just kind of other things that kind of go along with that music. Sure. And I turn up the music, and it just happens to be on a Finn Brothers song called Edible Flowers. Just kind of a, I don't want to call it a throwaway track, but it's from one of their one of their more recent releases. Sure. And I turn it up, and didn't even really hear more than two or three seconds of it before he goes, Oh, what a good song. Oh my God. I love this song. I'm like, Oh really? Yeah. What's it called? I said, it's called uh, edible flowers by Finn brothers. And I have the display on my, in my car just shows it as what's, what's currently playing. Yeah. And it's like Finn brothers, edible flowers. I like this song. Oh, I'm going to play it right now. And he proceeds to pull out his phone, pull up Spotify and play on his phone the same song that I'm currently playing in my car at the same volume. <laughs> All right, so wait. So I also want to point out, he gained some knowledge. <laughs> All right? Some knowledge about who the band was and, and sure, why it's okay, good. Yeah, and yeah. then he went and turned it on, and then showing apparent lack of uh, uh, social knowledge, played it on his yeah. phone while I was playing in the car. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. That's so, great. <laughs> so I'm like... Yeah, that's the song. And of course, his song starts at the beginning. Mine is all, you know, halfway through. So it is just a freaking cacophony. And then his mom pulls out her phone and is yelling, you know, in Spanish and whoever she's deciding to talk to. I'm like, oh my God, get me out of this car as quickly as possible. Here, here are the keys. Drive yourself to where you need to, to be. I'll take a lift to my car and get it when yeah, you're done. No kidding, dude. I would have been so annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed right now at, at, at nothing. I wasn't there, but I'm annoyed by this story. <laughs> Just like, what the heck? Who does this? Yeah, Am I getting punked right now? Like, who really does this? weird, dude. Really weird. Anyway, also, anyway. anyone who says this whole, it's our knowledge that's the problem. 
Yeah, yeah. They can't within like five seconds. They're going to have other knowledge happen, and they're not going right. to acknowledge oh, yes, it. Yes, exactly. Like you know, we're our our lives are constant absorbing of things around us, and each each of those things is a piece of knowledge, and so it's you know it's it's growth it's uh yeah and don't come at us with emails black and white like yeah don't come at us with emails going well what he means is worldly knowledge versus spiritual not don't even start at me with that please my inbox doesn't need it okay you can you can take that right (laughs) just don't do it well anyways so you finally dumped him off that's good and he gave him a new song look at that and I gave him a new song, and and you know what? Power to him. It's a song that if you had played for me, I wouldn't even have been able to tell you the title because it was you know just kind of a a, a B track from uh, from that album, which had a lot of good songs, but that wasn't <laughs> wasn't one of the standout tracks. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Maybe uh, I've turned on a new fan to the uh, the Thin Brothers, and uh, there you we'll go. See, see what you got. Hey, All guess right, what? Anyway. Guess what else is in the world? The Bible. Guess what that yeah. is? It's worldly knowledge. Knock it off. Knock it off, everybody. <laughs> Oh, you know the Bible, do you? Oh, you do? You mean that piece Did of paper? you know that, it before you knew about it? No, that, you gained that knowledge. That paper and leather thing that you got in your house that has knowledge in it, <laughs> you dumbass? All right. No patience. Uh, well, Tina and I also gained a little bit of knowledge. Um, we had our mystery date for September, and I took Tina. This was me picking the date for us. I took Tina to a chocolate shop um, in Boulder called Peace, Love, and Chocolate. That sounds great. Look at that. Um, They make uh, cakes and candies and things like that, and they do classes up there. And we learned how to make a flourless chocolate chocolate tort and a uh, chocolate souffle. And, uh, you want to see pictures? Should I put pictures up? Please post. You can post the pictures. They're they're awesome. Look at these, yeah. you guys. So this is first. I'll start. Let's do a little teaser. There's the chocolate. Mmm. Mmm. Right. That looks awesome. I want that now. Can't eat it, but would. Um, <laughs> and then you got yeah. look at the, look at not this. sugarless but flourless. Uh, sadly, uh, look at this yeah. all American couple in there. Look at them working. Their the little thing. aprons. I yeah. feel like Guy Fieri's just around the corner. He's about to yell that something was gangster after he tastes it. Look at that. That's amazing. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's. You know, we actually even talked to um, our, our teacher, our teacher who was awesome. Really mellow guy. Jeez, Louise, Boulder mellow. So like even even more mellow than your average mellow. Yeah. Um, he uh, he talked about yeah you know I've thought about just doing a surprise class where I just act like Gordon Ramsay the whole time and yell at people for for you know not mixing their not not getting the stiff peaks from their egg whites before they mix in their chocolate <laughs> stiff da, 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 da. peaks I love that term stiff peaks yeah I had to it's a great word you know a lot of people think it's you know you you put your mixer in there at high speed with the egg whites you beat them to till um, when you lift up the mixer. And you see stiff peaks in the in the bowl itself. What you're supposed to do is, obviously, you turn off your mixer, you pull it out, but then you flip the mixer upside down, and it's the stuff on the blades that should be staying upright and not folding over. Oh, to make I'm, stiff peaks. That's again some knowledge I didn't have, but prior. Yeah, to this there we go. I've, you, I've dropped some knowledge, a knowledge bomb on you. Yeah, Boom! Fat knowledge. Hey, I'm looking at a close up of this uh, chocolate thing you made. Yeah, it looks like ketchup, it looks right. like ketchup and mustard. What are we looking at here? What is that? On oh, 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 the ones that we're holding. So we learned also how to make a uh, two sauces: a raspberry coulis, and then a um, 
a, an egg white, or I'm sorry, an egg yolk. Um, they're two different sauces, and you put them on both the flourless tort or put them on the souffle. Mm. Yeah, almost like a custard, but it's a sauce. And um, that sounds so good. Oh, that sounds really so freaking good, Scott. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you don't have to convince me. These pictures have sold it. That looks awesome. <laughs> almost a lemon curd um, sand rider, but it wasn't as as lemony as like there was lemon you know i take that back there wasn't any lemon in the in the yellow one the egg white or the egg yolk um sauce it was sugar and egg yolk and vanilla and and a liqueur and i'm trying to remember what the liqueur was oh it's the cherry one it's the um kirsch oh and then the the raspberry coolie did have lemon in it just to cut the tartness of the raspberry with a little bit of sour from the lemon, which was great. I mean, just so good. So now, Hollywood, anyway. Hollywood, Paul Hollywood was Hollywood. there. I like that. That's that should be his name, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. If yeah. Paul Hollywood was there, what do you think you'd have gotten there? A, a handshake? I, uh, what do you think? I might have gotten a handshake. I doubt it. I would have gotten a, um, you know, your your uh, your uh, chocolate is very flavorful. It's uh, you know, it could have been uh, mixed a little bit more. Seeing some streaks in the top of the souffle. Uh, <laughs> seeing some streaks. Yeah, that is totally something he would say. And if he didn't, yeah, gave, totally. If he gave you a handshake, I don't want to talk about what we, what he would try to give to your your dear wife. <laughs> Because he's known we for, all know. you know, yeah. We all know what, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did not have moment. a soggy bottom on either of my, either of my concoct, my creations. Oh, nice. Well done. I like the, I like the, the, the uh, masking tape uh, name tags. I think that's pretty hot. Yeah. That's so that when they put them in the oven, they know exactly whose souffle reigns supreme. Yep. Supreme and souffle. Let's mm. just say, let's just say it was a dude wearing a goofy Hawaiian shirt. Let's uh-huh. just say that. Let's say it. I say it too now. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's awesome. Let's play a game. Normally, Dunaway's yeah. here. He has work stuff, so he's not here today. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna play anyway. And this involves one of you at home calling in. So you're gonna want to dial this number eight zero one four seven one zero four six two if you'd like to participate. Uh, this is an over under style thing. What do we call this? Uh, high low. Call it over under high low. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna play a little high low on the show. And if you are the lucky person I pick, well, then you'll be in here. Again, that number, 801-471-0462. Here's our theme. Okay, here we go. I'm going to answer a call. Let's see who this is. Okay, all right. Got to grab it here. Hi, good morning. Who's this? For the last time, Johnson, REM rebound. It's when you go to sleep in the morning and then the dreams happen again. That's called REM rebound, like REM. Why not REM, REM uh, rebound? Why not? Why not? Uh, because uh, then it would be uh, the album that came between uh, Stand and uh, Document. <laughs> which Which one had Orange Crush in it? Because that's the one I don't want to dream about again. Uh, all right, well, I'm not going to forget it this time, Tally. This is it's now burned in. I'm good. I promise. You believe me? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he did. Uh, welcome. You're you're going to be today's contestant because you called in, and we're happy to have you as always. Yay. Hey, Brian, how does how does yeah. high low work, and how are we going to do this? Sure, I'll tell you. Uh, so, welcome to a game of TMS High Low because I haven't come up with a name to piss off that one listener yet. Uh, I'm going to ask Scott a number based question. He's going to give us an answer, and then Tally, I'm going to turn to you and ask you if the actual answer is higher or lower. We're going to do five of these, and if you're correct for at least three times out of those five questions, you're going to win a prize package that includes Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever, the Doctor Who, 
Wound me. Yeah. <laughs> Failed pe- uh, fooled people there. Yeah. And yeah. Duke Nukem Forever, Hall to the Icons. Yeah. Hail to the Icons. I fooled myself with that one. What shocks so me? It's... What shocks me is that there were two full DLCs for the game Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> right. I had no idea those two existed. Yeah. But... That's amazing. So maybe those maybe those made the overall game better. That's what we need to see. See is uh, the the scores for. Uh, the Doctor Who cloned me and hail to the icons. That's right. The glass is half full, folks. We we got the DLC, That's right. so uh, That's right. exactly. you could be the you could be the fancy winner of that. I can't wait to see if you win. <laughs> <laughs> well, to win, you gotta answer the you gotta tell us the over under the uh, the high low, and uh, to do that, we need to actually ask Scott the questions. Let's start with number one, Scott. All right. Since their 1917 debut. How many different types of Girl Scout cookies have been sold? So not how many boxes have been sold, but how many different types of Girl Scout cookies? And this could include uh, both expired or ones they don't do anymore plus current ones. absolutely includes ones they don't do anymore. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say 30. Okay. 30 is incorrect. Tally is the actual answer higher or lower than 30. Uh, how long have they been selling? Since 1917. A long time. 17. Yeah. That was right before. Uh, wait, was that the year? No, the year before the, the Spanish flu wiped out everybody. <laughs> right. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah. The year was 1917. <laughs> Here's the sentence. Uh, Brian asked Tally if the actual answer was higher or lower than 30. Yeah, that's a sentence. That was good. Uh, Let's, uh, you know what? I need to be higher too, so let's go higher. All right, always go higher. (laughs) I love it. The actual answer is 56, 56 different varieties of Girl Scout cookies. Uh, Thin mints, which sell 50 million boxes per year, 50 million boxes per year, account for 25% of all the Girl Scout cookies. Of just Thin mints. That's insane. Just Thin mints, 50 million boxes a year. That feels like 25% of their. That's some kind of racket, man. That's insane. (laughs) That is a cookie racket. Yeah. All right. Well, good news is that means Tally has a point. Yep. Let's move on to question two. Scott. Yeah. Not including Alaska, which you just visited. I did. What percent of the U.S. is farmland? So you take the other 49 states. What percentage of the U.S. is farmland? Not including Alaska. I'm going to go 38%. Okay. 38% is incorrect. Tally is the actual answer higher or lower than 38%. Uh, yeah, I think it's higher. <laughs> the actual answer is yeah, forty-seven point two. Just it is higher, but not not a whole lot higher. Um, Nebraska, for example, is ninety-three percent farmland, but Maine only seven percent of Maine is farmland. That's why they always give the excuse that we'll never have a high-speed rail across this country because there's too much dead space in between everything. Yeah, not, and it wouldn't, it yeah. wouldn't be cost-effective. Which I don't know if I believe that or not, but that's what they always say. Can't we go above the farms? I mean, can't we go th- under them? <laughs> <laughs> under? Why not both? Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, very good. Done. All we you need is one more, Tally. You yeah. won the prize. Heck yeah. Uh, let's get to this one. 
Scott, how many cups of coffee does the average Dunkin' Donuts store sell per day? So not the whole nation of Dunkin' Donuts, which is just called Dunkin', um, but just one store. How many cups of coffee do they sell in one day? Okay, on average per store, average. I'm going to give it 2,000 cups per day. Okay, 2,000 cups. Uh, Tally, is the actual answer higher or lower than 2,000? So just doing the math in my head, like at yeah. 2,000 on an average eight-hour working day, that's actually a shit ton of time. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go lower. Lower. All, All right. right. Uh, the actual answer is... 438 cups of coffee a day. Uh, (laughs) Much lower. Uh, She uh, she got it right. What am I saying? Yeah. Yeah, She was correct. (laughs) I was wrong. (laughs) Uh, Tally, you're our winner. Uh, The first Dunkin' Donuts opened in Massachusetts in 1948, and they're still opened, and people still use it for directions to get around Massachusetts. So I'm going to tell you real quick. The reason I said 2000 was I was doing some math the other day. This this, uh, brand new um, condo set up of condos and then a library across the street and some other cool stuff just opened near us sure. and we were thinking those bottom floors of these condos were empty because uh, they're going to be retail space of some sort so okay. we were looking at what the price would be to rent uh, rent or lease that space per month and yeah. figured out that if you were open a co- opened a coffee shop and all you sold was coffee the rent was high enough that you would have to sell at least 2,000 cups per day <laughs> I think it was per day if you were open Every day but Sunday. Sure. To make ends oh my meet. God. Why wouldn't you be open on Sundays? People love coffee on Sundays. I agree. But now it makes me think that it wouldn't be pro- like no one's going to build a coffee shop there because I don't think they can make it at those prices. Well, I, I don't know. We were, we were something other than coffee. I guess yeah. so. They'll have to do pastries and all that crap. But yeah. I mean, Scott, if you have a full eight hour employee making one coffee one minute working with no breaks, that's 480 coffees. Yeah. But if you had, yeah. oh, that's a lot more than two thousand yeah. per day. <laughs> a lot less than two thousand. There's a lot yeah. less than two thousand. Yeah, so they're not going to make yeah. it. Is my point. There's no way they can yes. pay rent, or maybe they could do. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, now, need now, five employees all making one cup of coffee per minute <laughs> for eight hours. <laughs> I love that idea. Everybody on one cup at a time. That's amazing. Um, all right. Well, tally as you okay. as you can tell. Kids the winner. Whoop, the kids the winner. Why is that in there? Congratulations. Yeah. You're a winner. I didn't mean to play that, but um, listen, y- I've already won. prepped two other questions. Let's go and, and see how you do with these other. Oh two. yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Um, all right. You've been to San Francisco, or have you been to San Francisco, Scott? Oh, I have. Yeah, bunch of times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many of San Francisco's iconic cable cars run on a normal day? Uh, so they've got the tracks all around the city. You can get from uh, the Castro District to the the uh, Presidio to the wharf. Go to the to wharf. the wharf. Um, I am not a merry man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good Michael Dorn, by the way. Um, I'm gonna go <laughs> with. Thank you, uh, Thank you though. Uh, oh, geez, I've ridden on him even. I. Yeah, of it's not that big of a city. I've, I've seen the rice aroni commercial too. I mean, you know, I really don't know the answer to this. I'll say 40, 40 of them. Forty. Okay. All right. Forty. Uh, that's incorrect. Tally is the actual answer higher or lower than forty? There are four. 
members of the band The Fray, and they have a song called Cable Car. They do? Uh, yes. Uh, so let's go lower. <laughs> oh, I like your logic. I yeah. see I see how you sussed that out. I well like done. It. Yeah. Um, it is lower. It's 27. Not that much lower, but uh, only 27. Like 27 cars running constantly. Yeah, you can wait at a line and get a cable car in about 30 minutes. Um, and there are like five different cable car lines or six or something, I think. Yeah. Um, they go nine than, miles yeah. an hour, and uh, they serve about ten million riders per year. Yeah, and it's way better than walking because every, on average, every two or three inches, there's human poo to step in. So get on the car, do the cable car. <laughs> it's kind of messy. In San right Francisco, now. there is. Oh, it's so bad right now, dude. That place is a mess. Oh, Scott, never go to Paris when the uh, street cleaners are on strike. Oh, that I'll bet. Oh, I'll bet it is because you know the French and everything. Tell Patrick I told yeah. him to. But the uh, uh, yeah, Pat. Uh, obviously, it's the, some of the touristy areas in San Francisco are cleaned up pretty good. But there's like they got a problem right now. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. All right, last last question. And uh, don't think of Bleeding Gums Murphy because he, he never did this. Uh, on average, how many seconds does it take to sing the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl? So in all the fifty-two years that we've had the uh, the Super Bowl and I know it wasn't called the Super Bowl for the first two <laughs> um, what uh, how long uh, on average does it take for somebody to sing the Star Spangled Banner how long oh gosh um, seconds. well it's at least 60 I think because they always drag out that last bit yeah and make it ridiculous uh <laughs> And you go really high. <laughs> right. And then people are clapping. It's all these pause. That's the yeah, worst. Yes, um, exactly. I'm going to go two minutes. Two minutes. So 120 seconds. Yeah, 120 seconds. Uh, that's incorrect. Tally, do you want to guess higher or lower? Is it uh, higher or lower than two, uh, 120 seconds? I'm actually going to agree with chat. 69 seconds is less than uh, 120, so let's go lower. 69, nice. nice. <laughs> 69, nice. nice. Uh, no, Scott, you were actually only two seconds off. 118 seconds on average. Just two seconds shy of two minutes. No? Yeah. I win. Yeah. No, let's go oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you do win. win. That, is, so win. Sorry. that is correct. Yes. Here, I'll give you two so of them just lower. to make up for it. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Double. Yes. Uh, uh, but, um, yeah, Alicia Keys had the longest at 155 seconds, and Billy Joel's was only 90 seconds. Really? He just ripped through it. He just ripped well, through it like uh, <laughs> I'm moving out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, amazing. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday, <laughs> and the bombs and the red glare, and the home of the free and the brave. <laughs> I love that so he just Billy, applies one of his own songs to it. That'd be amazing. The Billy Joel's version is about a New York minute. Then, <laughs> yeah, there you go. In a New well York played, Tally. Nicely well done. Played. Well, you've won. So that means Brian's sending you this code. Yeah. Brian, do you have Tally's email? Do we need to get it? I'm What's sure that? I've got it. Yeah, yeah you so she, have it. You, she's sent me a ton of stuff over the years. Yeah. There's... <laughs> Requesting, needing this and asking for that sure. and wanting that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, Look, she's a PhD. There's a lot going on up there in that head of hers. That's right. That's uh, right. So get that going, and uh, you, you've you won. I, truly, uh, I can't think of anyone I'd rather have win this prize today than you, Tally. That's not true. Any of you could win. It'd be fine. All right, that's it. <laughs> uh, thanks for calling in and being hanging out with us. Hey, Brian, uh, you know what that means at 10.03 a.m.? 
It's time for us to take a break. Before we do, though, we have somebody who sponsored today's song break. Uh, Could you tell me who it is? Who is it? Sure. Now live on Kickstarter until the end of the month, Lycan, Solomon's Odyssey, Chapter 2, a beautifully illustrated 72-page graphic novel continuing the story of the world's first werewolf. This book delves into ancient Arabic folklore, mythology, and horrifying monsters, while also touching on themes of PTSD and grief and opening the world up to magic. Please. Check it out and share it with others by going to lycanbook.com. That's L-Y-C-A-N book.com and check it out today. Yeah, this art is insane. It's so cool. And Dennis is such a great, great guy. Oh, he's a totally great guy. So uh, do check this out. The Kickstarter runs through Sunday. Uh, we have six days to go, so this is now now the time to jump onto that. It's if down any of this to the final week, get on it, people. Yep, and we'll talk about it the rest of the week as well. But uh, get get in there uh, again. That's Lycan Solomon's Odyssey Chapter Two, available on Kickstarter, or as Brian said, go straight to lycanbook.com. Lycanbook.com. All right, Brian, let's uh, dive into that song I I warned people about. What are we doing today? Oh, I hope you I hope you gave them ample warning because uh, you know. The, oh the, the, boy. Yeah. Um, oops, and I picked the wrong one. No, hold on. I mean, I didn't pick the wrong one. I put the wrong one in my notes. Dope. Uh, eh, eh, uh, what's that? One second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eh, okay. Yeah. All right, here we you go. Got it. Okay. Uh, brand new album that just came out. This this album came out today. Uh, technically, actually, it came out Friday, September 23rd, but, but my email says today. A mm. uh, brand new album from an artist by the name of Arkelis. Uh, not to be confused with R. Kelly. Arkelis is spelled A-R-K-E, I'm sorry, Arkells, A-R-K-E-L-L-S. Brand new album is called Blink Twice, and um, uh, they're celebrating the new release with a show at London's Electric Brixton. Uh, they're currently on the Blink Once Twice tour in UK, Germany, and Canada. Oh. But you can hear this song right here from the brand new album. Oh, a lot of great guest stars, by the way, on this one. Tegan and Sarah. Um, who else? Um, Lights. Uh, uh, Kurt a Pirate and Allie and AJ. Wesley Schultz from the Lumineers. Oh, I love the and Lumineers. This one, That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh, and this one, which features the Cold War, Kier, the Cold War Kids, here's Arkells and the song past life.
or the city where I come from. Right now I'm feeling like a stranger. Don't recognize the voice inside my head, 'cause I'm running from a past life. I wanna live, I wanna live, I wanna live, I wanna live this life instead. Pharmaceutical boner. I want a boner made from love. I think we're moving along a little too fast. <clears throat> As the man around here, you can quote me on this. Is the morning stream? Scott Fletcher, for all of his strengths, one of them he doesn't talk about much is his singing voice. He has a great he has singing a voice. Great voice, yeah. yeah. We don't hear it enough on here. Christine, go make him croon to you tonight. Mm. <laughs> uh, Brian, tell me again who that band was and what that song yeah, was. Yeah, the band is Arkells, and the uh, new album is called Blink Twice. It's great. The whole album is awesome, and I had a hard time picking which song I was going to play for you today. I settled on the one you just heard, Past Life, which is Arkells featuring Cold War Kids, again, from the brand new album. Them, blink twice very very nice yes all right let's get nice rhyming there yeah pretty good right let's get steven <laughs> in here and let's have him uh, show yeah. us what for steven schleicher steven schleicher <laughs> hey you guys look who it is it's steven schleicher the very man who we come have who who comes here on mondays uh, and uh, talks about cool pop culture stuff comics movies tv stuff uh, what a have you we didn't have him last week because he was busy had some stuff but uh he's back and it's good to have you here steven how are you oh i'm good scott hello brian oh man it's good hello steven always i don't know there's something comforting about steven's segment i can't really put my finger on it but uh, it's I'm always like, like this moment blanket. of yeah like a warm blanket like a warm <laughs> totally weighted blanket that yes, smells because of jasmine. yes thanks for Thanks for mentioning my my overweightness there, Scott. Oh, oh. big warm weight. <laughs> I, like oh, I didn't mean it. So ah, I didn't mean it. Rough, Scott. Jeez. I didn't mean it. I have a twenty five pound weighted blanket, and I freaking love it. But uh, that's that's oh, yeah, all we I do know. too, and it's great. It's amazing. Uh, let's talk some stuff here. Um, things you know going on at major spoilers are never never ending. But in particular, we're going to talk about the Scanners television series. Now, I for one am a big fan of any time. Uh, 
Oh, I forgot his name. The director Cronenberg. of uh, Cronenberg makes anything. I really want to see his new one that just came out with the it's a, some body horror thing called uh, I forgot the name. Is it just called Bodies? No. What is oh, it? Isn't it right. anthology? It's an anthology, isn't it? Or oh, is it? I don't know. It's got um, I don't know Vigo Mortensen and uh, which I guess they haven't hooked up since uh, the last time they worked together. Crimes of the Future. Crimes of the Past. Oh, Crimes of the Future. That's it. That's it. Okay. Oh, now now the chat's saying it. Yeah, Crimes of the Future. I really want to see that because huh. something about Cronenberg movies. Can't put my finger on it. Just the guy's a weirdo, and I like weird, and I'm all in on weird. So uh, we'll watch that. But he made this movie, Scanners, which we saw in Film yeah. as well. And it's famous for lots of reasons. When did you guys watch that? Oh, did yeah. you guys watch it on Film You did, and we loved it. Oh, geez, when? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. been a while. It's been a, it's been a, a couple it's of years. It's been a year, couple of years, yeah, yeah for sure. something like that. But, you know, it's... Uh, Who's uh, I can't think of his name. No names are coming. Michael Ironsides. Michael Ironsides blowing people's yes. heads up. It's fantastic. That's right. It's I can't even remember what they're what they actually do. What the scanner people actually do. I just remember that if they oh, do they, it for too long, their heads blow up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So scanners are people that have super psychic powers, right? So that yeah. they can control things, do things, and yes, they can telekinesis even, and tele yes. whatever telepathy cause cause people's heads to blow up and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that movie again with Michael Ironside is being turned into or in the process of being turned into an HBO series where Cronenberg is involved. Uh, I don't think he's the director on this, Mm -mm. but um, you know, he is, uh, he's going to serve as the executive producer. And this time it's a, a pair of women who are living on the edge of society and they are trying to topple this vast conspiracy of, uh, of government officials trying to use scanners for their evil purposes. The 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 arrangement here is a bit like the Coen brothers with Fargo. They don't direct. They they serve as executive producers in kind of name only, but they they basically have their seal of approval on it. He has his mm-hmm. on this, which to me is like a big ringing endorsement. If you're going to make a scanner series, you kind of want his blessing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good to hear. And I'm all in on this. This is an HBO thing, so it'll be nice and bloody. Yeah, you know, probably have a booby in it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'll be. It, hopefully, it'll be on HBO. We don't know what uh, Zaslav is doing this week, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for now, let's say yes. Maybe it'll get me to resubscribe to to Disney or no Discovery <laughs> HBO, HBO Max. Max Plus is what you'll be right. subscribing to. <laughs> so this is a ways off. I assume we don't have a date. Uh, yeah, we don't have a date now. Although this is a project that has been in the works since 2017. Mm. So my guess is we're probably looking at. With all these names that are attached, including William Bridges, uh, who is the writer and will be showrunner of the series. He did Black Mirror and Stranger Things. Mm. My guess is we'll probably see this in 2024. That sounds right. A couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, real quick, the uh, when we were all teenagers, we're all roughly the same age, the three of us. Yeah. Uh, when we were young teens, there were always, if you went into a video store, Blockbuster or mom and pop store, didn't matter. There was always a certain... A uh, handful smell? of covers. Oh. There was always a smell too, <laughs> but there was a handful of of VHS covers, uh, basically small movie posters. Is how those behave, right? On a on yeah. top of a yeah. thing that would always always just stay in my memory. Yeah, and I've got a whole bunch of them. But the one that's one of the ones, probably in the top three, that always stayed in my memory was the Scanners cover, and all it was was Michael Ironside's kind of stiffly looking Scream. like this, yeah. and his right. face with all his weird, eyeballs his eyes bugged out like eyes rolled in the back of his head, little veins popping out on his neck or his uh, yep. forehead. I, and I never yeah. saw it then. I saw it when I was in my 20s for, I can't remember, Halloween or something. But I never saw it then and it was forbidden. My mom wouldn't let me get it. 
<laughs> and I just could not get that image out of my head. The other one was Cat's Cat's Eye, I think. That oh, one always got okay. me. And interesting, which is like a uh, like a um, anthology, like Tales from the Dark Side kind of. Uh, oh yeah, totally. That's right. Thing. It was we we saw yeah. we also filmed Sackman, I think. Um, no, I always we remember we haven't. Yet, didn't we? I, I thought we to. did. No. How, why is that in my head? Oh my gosh. I always remember Videodrome as a cover that stands out. The mm-hmm. Thing and The Shining. The Thing is another one, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the And The Shining, yeah, I guess The Shining would be up there. And I did see The Shining when I was a kid, and it freaked me the hell out. Oh my and god. Then flash forward to today, and Skeletor is eating Scott, or, uh, Brian's toes. <laughs> my toes. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's the yeah. worst horror movie of all. And Brian, you're right. We haven't done Cat's Eye, and I, I swear we did. Yeah, no. I hate I've been that. wanting to. I want I want to uh maybe we can sneak it into October, I don't know. Oh, it would fit. If it's the problem is is it, you know, streaming anywhere and I don't think I don't think it is. If we can that's get not it that in. that's not that Stephen King movie, is it the It is. It is. Which yeah, one am I? Oh, really? King anthology with, with a little four. with a little troll that's stealing the baby's breath. Yes, is yeah, one okay. of the four stories. Yeah. The four Sorry, stories. spoiler alert people. I swear just yeah. you saying that makes me feel like we watch it for film sack. I don't know why I think this. I don't know see, why. Yeah, for some reason, I feel like you guys have talked about this. I don't know why either. About it, but we didn't. Uh, uh, it's really yeah. weird. Yeah, Life Force is another good one. Uh, Cole oh, says man. in the chat. Pet Cemetery. That, yeah, that is a oh. movie that I went to go see my cousins when I was like, I don't know, twelve, mm-hmm. and they were all seventeen plus, mm. and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go see this movie, Life Force," and I'm like, "But can I get in?" And they're like. Yeah, you're with an adult. Excuse yeah. me, I'm going to sneeze. Uh, yeah, you're with an adult. <laughs> and that movie gave me nightmares for, excuse me, months. <laughs> <laughs> that was the word months uh, pronounced in sneeze language. That was great. I enjoyed that. Ah. How you feeling? You good? You're, you're yeah, not I'm one of now. those they're three. You're not one of those three three in a row guys, are you? Are you, you usually, you, sometimes two, but okay. Today is one. I'm usually a twofer as well, but I've got friends yeah. that are if they, if they don't do five, something's wrong. Anyway. My youngest son is one of those that if he goes outside and it's bright and sunny, he starts sneezing. Oh my gosh, he's That's, got that uh, sun reaction. Yeah, babies do that a lot. Yeah, especially um, they take them out in the sun for the first time and they're like a chew. Um, all right, so scanners coming. It's happening. Uh, watch I hope for so. that. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, also, mm-hmm. let's relive the 80s with some action figures. Uh, these mm, D&D ones yeah. in particular. Why are these back? What's the deal? Is it because D&D won't stop being popular? Is that the problem? That's probably part of it. Uh, we also have the Dungeons & Dragons movie coming out with Chris Pine, so why not double down and uh, relive the 80s once more with some Hasbro uh, Dungeons & Dragons, the animated series action figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got them all, including there is a two-pack. It's not listed here on the site that I gave you. But there is a two-pack with um, Dungeon Master and uh, what's his name? Not... not uh, Cringer? I forget. No, I forgot who the main bad guy was. Oh, well, Cringer's definitely not him. Um, no, no, no. But uh, uh, I'm trying to find it here. Inspired by his, eh, I don't see the name. These are really cool. I mean, these should be really cool. They're six inches, so they're not the little tiny three and three quarter oh, stuff that good. your Star Wars stuff is. Uh, yeah. These are going to be kind of beefy, and they they come with accessories. They come with uh, dice. So if you are wanting to uh, build up your your base set, you can get a D. D20, a D12, a D8, uh, you know, all that stuff yeah. is in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks pretty cool. Now, the only downside, if you're going to get all of these, which I'm very tempted, if I had the money, which I know, mm-hmm. uh, if I had the money, I would I would grab all of these, but they're 25 bucks a piece. And so what have you got? Like five, six kids plus the two pack. 
you're probably looking at about three hundred dollars mm. total when you when you get this. But mm. they oh. are they are really cool looking. I found the bad guy. It's Venger is who you're looking for. Venger, that's his name. Venger. Yeah, it's very okay. close to Cringer. Uh, Venger, Force of Evil, uh, voiced by Peter Cullen back then. So you're mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you're what you call him? Um, uh, you're my uh, uh, Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Yeah, Optimus Prime. Yeah, there he is. I'll put him up for the chat to see him. He's pretty cool looking. No nose. He has no nose. He's got kind of a. That's uh, pretty. Well, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for a forty-year-old uh, TV show. Apparently, if you watch the unaired finale, yeah. it turns out like he is Dungeon Master's son. Oh, weird! Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Like in this final episode, he goes through this incredible transformation back to a human, and it's like, oh, a father. Oh, yes, uh, son. And and turns out that the Dungeon Master and. You're making me want to watch this thing, and that's terrible. I don't want to watch it, but now I do because you said that. Um, I don't remember. But look at that. That's a really cool-looking action figure. Yeah, look how articulated it is. you got knee articulation, elbows, hands turned. This is Hasbro, right? This isn't even Todd McFarlane. Right. And you can immediately uh, get some cologne and set it on fire and burn that little (laughs) unicorn. That (laughs) shitty little unicorn needs to go. As soon as you can get killed. Yes. It. Oh my God. Yeah. Does what? What? Uh, what pastry does that smell like? Yeah. <laughs> All the wrong ones is the answer to that question. Right. Uh, well, anyway, relive your childhood today or soon. Um, the goon and Eric Powell return to Dark Horse Comics. How is that even possible? I thought this went to somebody oh, wow. else. What yeah. Happened? So yeah. No. For a long time, um, you know, Eric Powell left Dark Horse to do the goon on his own. He was having some very different. Uh, release schedules he also wanted to do kickstart an animated series based on the goon and and just do stuff on his own uh well now he's bringing all of that stuff back over to dark horse through the albatross imprint Mm. and for people who have not checked out the goon eric powell's art is super fantastic but think like hellboy meets great depression meets um you know hp lovecraft it's so good it's, I haven't yeah. thought about the goon in so long, but the you know the the goofy hat, the uh-huh. weird look, yeah. The art is some of my favorite stuff. Um, yeah. It's it's all you know stylized, very very cartoon based, but also really depthy and colorful and mm-hmm. um, it's amazing. The goon is great. This is good. That's a good catch for them to get that back. I think, and also yeah. more and regularity would be nice. You know. Yes, I would like to see that as well. I don't know what Powell's uh, schedule is, but I guess we're looking at the stuff to start showing up in 2023. So a few months from now, I don't remember seeing it in the Dark Horse solicitations for January. So we're probably looking at February, March before these start hitting. And Dark Horse has done a really good job of uh, gathering other things back up. Like they currently have the Usagi Yojimbo uh, stuff from IDW Publishing, and or I'm yes, and so we should be seeing a lot of really nice collections coming from this as well. Nice. Well, if you're new to the Goon, I highly recommend it. Um, even back issues if you can get them. They're, oh they're yeah, you good. can get the back issues without a problem. Yeah, it's it's an awesome series. Uh, well, all right. As usual, lots happening over at Major Spoilers. I'm sure there's other stuff, though. Why don't you tell me about it? What else is going on over there? Uh, this week, uh, Major Spoilers. Oh, we are back into our Drifters game. So if people want to know what Starfinder is all about and want to laugh their butts off while we play the Starfinders uh, game on Critical Hit, it comes out every Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. And uh, we're going inside someone's brain right now in the story. So a lot of good times over there with the critical hit podcast. Hey, did you um, see, uh, we don't have to talk any spoilers because there aren't really any, but uh, did you see um, Andor yet? Either of you? I did. I, did. I watched 
I didn't do what I wanted to do, which is watch all three together. We watched the first two. We're going to watch the and third one. That's tonight. what I think you need to do because my youngest was, again, my youngest, he's like 12, yeah. but he's really, he really likes everything. Star Wars was really geared up for this. After the first episode, he's like, this is boring. Mm. After the second episode, he's like, please like make it stop. Mm. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll stop. And then I went back later and watched the third episode. I was like, no, if you watch this as back to back to back, which is the why they probably released them in three parts. Full hours. Yeah. It is yeah. It is a solid It's a solid story that needs some tighter edit. And that middle, I, that middle bit is super um, short. The middle episode, second episode. It is. It's the 30, oh, yeah. yeah, between two 45-minute episodes. That, yeah, it's odd. Yeah. But uh, no, I I enjoyed it, so I'm looking forward to the third episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not falling into that like oh man, if I would have watched all three of these at the same time, I would have liked them. Yeah, but. same same deal. I think you're absolutely right, though. Kids are. This isn't a yeah. very adult realism based kind of. This is what I want. Actually, this is 100 yeah. percent what I want out of Star Wars. And stuff. no little Easter eggy kind of things. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 service no, stuff. None yeah. of that. Spoiler alert: Cashin dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've all seen, uh, if you've all seen the movie that this character is based on, you know how things yeah. went. But, um, yes. but the, but the, but everything else feels fresh and new. It's not stuff yes. I've already been told. And I'm, it is a, it's dark with with actors. I mean, it is a yeah. full environment. This is not uh, the book of book of Boba Fett. No, no. Uh, but if you ever wanted to see Baron Harkonnen uh, and. Uh, 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 Harry Potter's weird aunt in the same TV show. I got good news for you. <laughs> They're both in here. Um, that was weird to see her because that's that's Harry Potter's mean aunt uh, who plays the lady who rescued him. Anyway, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, she's her eyes just hit me and I went, I know that face, and I immediately looked it up. My wife was annoyed because I'm like looking at my phone while we're watching the one, it. But, the one from uh, uh, Killing Eve too, right? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, same yeah. lady, right? Same actress. Yep. I never finished that. I need to catch up on that. Um, but anyways, is it's awesome. If you if you're looking for a darker take, a more realistic kind of gritty thing, um, the kind of on the ground stuff that I love, almost cyberpunky in some ways. You no, know, I was gonna say the whole opening uh, sequence of episode one. I was like, holy crap, this is what Blade Runner today should yeah, be like. Yeah, it's like Blade Runner in a, in a, in a bunch of ways. It's awesome. I love. Could it. you imagine if they had done Solo this way? Oh, dude, it'd be so much better movie. Like I would have loved Solo. So my problem with Solo is too clean, it's just yeah. too shiny. You know, you gotta you gotta dirty things up, man. You gotta go deep. Rough the grunge it. Yeah, yeah. If you're not gonna have, look, I I'm all for the Jedi side of things. Great, whatever. But I like it when they get gritty, and I like that's why I liked about Mando. Mando was was you know that way for a long time until it wasn't. I'm it's still fine. I still like it. But you know, I don't think you need to rope Jedi's into every Star Wars tale. I think you can try to tell a story outside of that. That's what I liked about Rogue One. There's no Jedi's in that mm-hmm. really. So more of this. I'm excited for this thing to play out. Really like it so far. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Majorspoilers.com. Major spoilers on Twitter. And I'm a little thirsty, Stephen. What should I do to? Uh, you should uh, stay hydrated. Oh well, damn it. That's an idea I'll, I hadn't thought of. <laughs> all right what do, I, what do i tell my uh, uh riders in my lift car when i pick them up from the airport and there's bottles of water in the back of the car i say stay hydrated oh, thanks steven uh thanks for your great idea of staying hydrated That's right all it's right all because of him it is all yeah purely we'd all be dead if you hadn't said it yep. that's the way yep. i look at it totally totally all yep. right we are done however a uh, reminder we got some stuff coming up today uh for example so I've been doing the diary again. I haven't done it in years. Yeah. Or a, I should say a year. 
It's been a year since I did them. It's a good outlet for you. It is, and I used to really love doing it. There's some 260-something episodes, so I've been doing it forever since like 06, I think. And there's big chunks of time in between where I stopped or whatever. But lately, I don't know, just was a nice cathartic thing to have. So I've decided to start doing it more often, little 15-minute, 20-minute chunks. If you had uh, not heard that show, it's available up on the Frog Pants site at frogpants.com slash diary. Or look for Diary of a Cartoonist wherever you get your podcast. That's the full name of it. Although I'm kind of rebranding it a little. Anyway. Uh, that's all there. Hey, Brian, anything coming out of you guys today? Got any music? Yeah, um, Hammond and I recorded for the patrons, recorded an episode of uh, our movie um, movie uh, uh, kind of review. I mean, basically, if there's a movie out there that's musically related, whether it's a concert film or a documentary or just a movie that has a great soundtrack, we do it for our patrons. And uh, this last week, we released uh, Some Kind of Monster, which is the Metallica documentary about um, their... Um, oh, yeah. a, uh, Saint Anger album and the creation of that, and how the like you basically watch the the band almost implode uh, during this thing. It's kind of like the anti uh, Beatles Get Back documentary, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a like, band that thinks they're on the edge of breaking up versus a band that has no idea that they're on the uh, verge of breaking up. That's true. Anyway, you watch you watch uh, Hetfield and and freaking what's his beak the drummer uh, 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 Lars yeah, Lars Ulrich, the two of them go at it, dude. They, I didn't. And never... everything Lars says has to be said with so much drama. I know. Yeah, I think I will have some extra mayonnaise on my sandwich. <laughs> he would drive me crazy oh every with. single thing yeah, yeah. No, no doubt yeah when i doc. did the whole napster thing i thought i was going to be hailed as a hero <laughs> it's a good documentary though and i didn't know about his painting stuff that was all news yeah to me. no yeah. kidding and watching him like in the in the background selling his artwork and stuff at, yeah. the, at the auction it's great yeah it's really good anyway that's awesome check it out Available yeah, now. so if you're a patron of uh, Soundography, you can get that. If not, then you can become a patron of Soundography and, you know, get that. Yeah, why not? If you like music, great show. Uh, okay, filmsack.com, filmsack, frogpants.com slash TMS is our <laughs> website. You can support us at patreon.com slash TMS. Like the new guy we got since we last spoke. His name is Mailman. 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 Yeah. And he inspired, talked about it before. Male man. Yeah, and he just he uh, he also joined us on Filmsack, and he he oh, inspired that's what it was. he yes. inspired a comic I drew last night that I haven't posted anywhere yet. So, mailman, be on the lookout for a really dumb joke I made that was inspired by your name. <laughs> oh, right. can't wait! Yeah, it'll be can't fun. Wait. I'll put that up later. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Frogpants.com/slash/tms, as I mentioned, and uh, check us out tomorrow for a brand new TMS. TMS. <laughs> <laughs> where we'll do our usual tomfoolery for a Tuesday. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Let's play a song. Do you have one? Okay. I do. Greg Roden said, Hey, Brat and Skyen, my double nickel birthday is the 25th of September, so I would like to request a song. I love the Peter Gabriel song, Shock the Monkey, and his uh, name in the chat is... GF Sock Monkey. So I would love to hear a cover of that. My go-to version is the Cole Chamber version, but I put my trust in the cover master. Thanks, Greg, a.k.a. GF Sock Monkey. <coughs> well, I've got a lot of versions of the song. And uh, uh, there's a great uh, Don Ho. Yeah, the Hawaiian Hawaiian uh, crooner, Don Ho. I've got a great Don Ho version. I've got a version by the Sea Nuts, the Woodbridge Brothers, Joseph Arthur, and uh, Ben Neal featuring Andrew Montgomery, a cool, like, um, 
uh, loungy style cover. Mm. But mm. I also do have the Coal Chamber version, which was a single they released in 1999. And since that is your go-to version, let's play that one. It's, uh, boy, does this thing have a hard edge to it if you've been complaining, oh, you guys don't play enough heavy rock and metal and me, me, me. Well, here you go. Here's Shock <laughs> the Monkey by Coal Chamber. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Kids are winner. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.